0: You are very welcome to episode 17 of the Mindful Living Guide. This week, I have the pleasure of chatting to a good friend of mine, Nula O'Connor. Nula is an author, uh, energy healing, healer, tapper. Um, she's a kinesiology specialist. She is a fountain of knowledge. And not many people m- may know this, but Nula also spent 18 years in a religious vocation as a nun it's an unbelievable conversation and uh, we get to cover so many subtopics. topics and uh, nula is always a fountain of knowledge and someone you really learn a lot from anytime you listen to her so i really hope you enjoy this week's episode of the mindful living guide So you're very welcome to this week's episode of the Mindful Living Guide. As I said, I'm speaking to Nula O'Connor this week. Nula is a wellness expert with over 20 years experience in all sorts of uh, energy healing from kin- kinesiology, uh, and you can co- uh, correct me if I, if I have the pronunciation wrong, uh, energy psychology, life coaching, tapping, rebounding, and is also the author of a brand new book called Tap into Success. Nuala O'Connor, I am really, really grateful to have you on the show this week and you're very welcome.
1: Thank you very much, Stephen. It's great to be here. I've been listening to some of your podcasts, I have to say, and I love, I just love what you're doing and I love what you're bringing, the awareness you're bringing to the, to the wider population.
0: I really, I really appreciate that, Nuala. It's it's been a a journey of love and I've, I've really enjoyed kind of taking it from just literally an idea and just rolling with it. And uh, so Nuala, Tell, tell us a bit more about yourself. And um, I, I hope I said the word kinesiology, but it's a bit like um, Worcester sauce. <laughs> it's one of those words I always find hard to say. Um, so can you tell us a bit, just a bit about yourself and about the type of work you do?
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, kinesiology, you got it exactly right, Stephen top of the class, and it can be a difficult word to say. I always remember the ad in television when I was growing up, and it was where the granny was asking the young grandson what he got in his exams or whatever, and what he failed most of them, and then he, he mentioned something and she said, "Well, you got knowledge an <laughs> and it was all about getting knowledge so kinesiology is what it is um what do I do? And a bit about myself. Basically, I'm about all things retuning. And that sounds a bit strange to people until I tell them. In fact, most people even read it wrong. They read it as returning instead of retuning. And basically, it's we are energy beings. And it took me a while to figure this all out. And once I did, it was like the key that helped me unlock a lot of, of things in my own life. And as energy beings, um, we can't let things go energy can't be let go of it basically stays there it's always there energy is always there so we are always as we are but we can retune that energy and and that's why i call my business and my work retuning me i hate using even the word business because i see it more as a a commitment to people and 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 i suppose a path in life and and it i i was rebranding last year from kinesiology (laughs) as people, and I went for an equally hard name for people to read, (laughs) retuning. Um, But it was around, kinesiology is an amazing tool that I use, but it's about more than that. And I have a string, as you named them off there, some of them, a string of qualifications and trainings under my belt. And it's about taking the best of all of that and what works in all of that, and enabling others to to retune blips, as I call them, energy blips in our vibrations. Um, and, and that's that's basically what it's all about. And sometimes we're not even aware what those blips are, but we can retune them. We can actually refocus and take stress and turn it around into success. Just as my book says, tap into success, because I believe we were all born to be successful. That's the vibration of abundance. It's the vibration of the universe. But we lose it as I did in my life. I lost it. Um, but we can we can get it back. We can retune back to that to that amazing original sense of blessing and success in our lives.
0: And thank you so much for a great introduction to, to what you do. And you kind of touched very slightly on um, what you said there that you, you lost at one time. And I was going to actually bring you back to a, a long time ago. Because I talked to a lot of people about their meditation practice, their mindfulness practice and, and where it came from. And. You learned meditation in somewhere that not a lot of people learn about it. And uh, can you bring us back to all those time ago and let let the listeners know about your your first vocation?
1: My previous life, (laughs) as I say, a previous life I had. And we all have many nowadays. Yes. um, Back um, when I was 21, just after my 21st birthday, I entered religious life. Um, And that was years ago. Um, And so I spent I I spent roughly between the process of entering and then being in religious life and then the process of I I left religious life uh, roughly about 18 years. 18 to 20 years in the whole process um, yeah it can take you nearly as long to get in and get out as it does to be in there in the middle but that's that's part of the process and it, i suppose it helps make it not a whim decision and 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 i suppose a getting to know stage and then getting to re-emerge from it but in in religious life as you can guess that it was about all things prayer all things religious in a sense but i suppose more so all things spiritual And I would have said I was a very spiritual person before I entered religious life. And it was probably was trying trying to find somewhere to feed that spirituality. That that was the reason that led me maybe to religious life. Um, And then in religious life, I would have. I'll never remember the names of people now, but I suppose the Jesuits are always seen as being amazing meditators or or educators around things of spirituality. And we would have had, in in my experience and in my novitiate and my early years of religious life, we would have had talks from many great meditators. Um, and spiritual mentors I suppose is the word to put on it so yes I, um, I had a great grounding in meditation and one thing I remember one of those guys saying was that um, meditation and spirituality is, is like um, it's like a candle it's like actually not even the candle but the flame that comes from the candle it's never going to be the same thing all the time and the candle can wear out you know so we have to be very careful about keeping the flame lit and he talked a lot about you know there'll never just be one way to meditate there'll never just be one way to be mindful um or even to pray there will be many ways all of the time or we'll get bored and the candle will go out wow and and that that can happen big time in life yeah and that stuck with me so when I teach about meditation to people or when I talk to them about meditation, and I done, I, I did that a lot in my religious life. Um, I would have given retreats and given days. Um, I would have always talked about that sort of thing and about the need to, to be aware of what nourishes your soul. I would call it soulfulness as opposed to even meditation mindful because sometimes we can get caught up in the word, even when I use the word soulfulness. But it's something about, you know, Don't box your soul in, but nourish it, you know, allow it to grow and allow it to be, whether that's throwing paint on a canvas or walking with your feet on, you know, barefoot on the ground or standing in the sea, walking by the ocean, walking in a forest, standing in a sunset um, or in a chapel or, you know, know, in front of the blessed sacrament, if that's the way it is for some people. But all of these things and a lot more are are nourishing our spirituality and that's what meditation is all about it, it i remember one another one of these guys telling us that it was about numbing the conscious and the subconscious mind enough to allow yourself to connect with the soul and sometimes as as a lot of monks would say a lot of buddhist monks would say it's for one second and when you've realized you've hit nothingness you're back out of it again it's like you have that moment of <gasps> Everything's just so still, and then that's you back out of it because you become conscious of the fact that you're still, and so your conscious mind has come back in on it again.
0: But it's funny that a lot of people, when they come to to meditation or, or mindfulness in particular, that I, I've talked to many people who say, oh, "I can't, I can't meditate. I can't, I can't, I can't mm. stand still, or can't. My mind keeps thinking." Mm. And mm. the ironic thing is that the, the mindfulness is actually the practice of bringing awareness of that you are getting distracted, that you are losing it from that one second, and bringing it back. And mm. it's uh, it's it's just that it's that little magical moment when you just realise ah I've got, I've lost track mm. I'm back I'm bringing it back again. Each yeah,
1: time. I call it the cup on time.
0: The cup on time <laughs> in the
1: north of Ireland we've a great saying cop on to yourself, um and and it's something like that. It's I remember a time in my life when I I was very ill. I mm. as a religious I decided I could try and be all things to all people. Mm-hmm. And I discovered in religious life that I couldn't right. I couldn't be all things to all people. And and that's that's coming back into the hu- human side of us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And mindfulness is helping us with that. It's you see, it's an integration. I believe we're spiritual beings or soulful beings on a, on a human journey. And lots and of people do. Um, but it's the challenge is to be both human and spiritual and to hold both and mindfulness is something around that. Because when we lose it, when we become too human or too spiritual, then we've lost it. We've lost this place in the middle. It's the middle ground. It's been able to be so human and so compassionate and so connected to, to the greater more than while being in our daily lives. And I always talk to people about everything you do in your life. Make everything you do in your day a prayer. Start your day off making everything a prayer because you know, I'm into tapping and, and you you mentioned my book, Tapping to Success. And I believe that for those people who find it difficult, as you say, to, to be mindful, you know, or they realize, oh, I've lost it again. I, I've worked with a lot of people who have been too anxious and too upset and too hurt and too angry to even be aware or be mindful or meditate, or, you know, or even be spiritual, that they've gone into the stress response so much and they're triggering it in that limbic part of the brain so much that they actually can't quieten down. And no matter how much, concentrate on your breath. Well, I can tell you the language you get sometimes, like, you know, you want me to concentrate on my breath, I can't stop. And tapping for me has been the link that helps people to calm everything down, to reach you in that stress state. So you will be more aware, without judgment, Without condemnation, and you can show up for yourself. That's what I call it, and be your own best friend, and and be aware without judgment. that's the space again. Then you're back again.
0: Do you think that it's the the physical aspect of tapping as well? That when when somebody is mm. so far in that direction, mm. ways with, with anger or frustration yeah. or anxiety and that that it's very hard to become a spirit to come to a spiritual side and to. Mm. Um, in a meditative state. But I think, do you think it has, it's the physical side that so they actually can feel it? They don't have to think about it. They can actually feel mm-hmm. something happening.
1: Yeah. Peter Stapleton is an amazing, she's a, a tapper, as we call them, in, in Australia. But she she's actually the head of psychology in Bond University in Australia. And she's done a lot of work on EFT tapping. I actually do a different form of tapping now, one that I created myself. And um, she's now calling it the fourth wave in psychology and it's that thing of connecting the physical the soma the somatic side of it with the the thought side of it and you've got this window of opportunity then to to change things i call it retuning um and you're right because you're actually tapping um meridian points when you're tapping you're tapping the beginning and end of meridian points and research has also been done around you know there's been a lot of research done around um biophoton science and basically biophotonics is that we are are giving off um, light energy all the time. And if we could actually see ourselves, see the light energy we're giving off, we would light up the universe with our own energy. We've that much energy, electromagnetic light energy within us. But it's been shown and proven that the first two fingers, the, the first finger and the second finger, the index and the middle finger, actually give off the most light energy. And when you use them with intention, and that's what you do when you have a thought, you're actually not only putting a pulse energy into the meridian, but you're sending that healing or that intended positive energy in with the vibration, going up in through the meridians and you're helping to retune them. Any blips or any blocks in there. So that's, I think, why... Um, it works so well. And as I said there a minute ago, I created a system where you tap what are, what are called the yin-yang meridians, the energy pathways that go together. And so when you tap the two of them at the same time with a positive thought or positive energy, that's the intention. You're sending in up that line, like say it's calm, I truly am calm. And you're tapping that into your, to your meridians. You're actually sending that vibration right up through your body. And you're retuning your whole vibrational state to that, to that phrase. And so you reach a place of peacefulness and calmness and, and de-stressfulness, if there's such a word, um, very quickly. And that allows you to get into the awareness.
0: For someone that's not familiar with it. So it's, it's like you're, as you're tapping, you're saying affirmations. And mm. Positive affirmations uh to yourself, and it's like it's and like you're, you're, you're to use your own. You're you're retuning yourself to that vibrate, the yes. vibration of that affirmation. Absolutely, wow. and it's
1: it's if a chapter in my book, I, I have a chapter where I help people to try and figure out what the best phrase would be, what the best mm. script would be for them, yeah. and I have a formula for that script. So it would be, "I truly," duh, 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 duh. so yeah. this is my truth. Mm-hmm and so i truly am something or i truly retune to or i truly choose to and so you're you're that's that's the new truth so but what i do is i get the person to figure out what the negative statement is first or the negative feeling or the negative thought that they're having or whatever first because we need to do that we need to allow our energy to know that we've got it we've got that there's a blip there's a block there's something wrong because that's what the pain is about. That's what the thought is about. That's what the stress is about. It's telling us there's something not right in our energy.
0: It's like the yin and the yang. And for anyone that, yeah. uh, obviously we're on the podcast now, so you can't see in, in the video for, like, I'm the it with Nuala and her, her symbol for retuning me is the symbol of yin and yang. And yin and yang, mm-hmm. sorry to say yeah, right. Yeah, yin yeah, and yang. Yeah. It's it's the it's the balance of those energies. Is that is that what I'm getting from, from it? Absolutely. Yeah.
1: It it absolutely is. And it, uh, you know, I the word perfectionism to me can have can have a, an awful negative meaning to it, you know, and, and it's because we, we put on things on perfectionism, but to me, yin yang is 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 that's what it is. It's not perfect by the, the means of having straight lines, it's perfect by the energy that you're in. And again, it's about balance because if you try to stand in balance and you try you find balance and you stay there, you'll fall over. Balance is always moving. It's Mm -hmm. never staying the same. And that's what I was saying earlier like awareness, being able to have the spiritual and the human and be in it together. And that's mindfulness. And I know we've talked about this a little bit before about mindfulness and i always challenge people to it's about filling your mind it's the act and the art when you get the awareness what do you do with it you know when you when you realize and this would have been me over the years trying to recover from non-trigger panic attacks and post-viral illness and all the things that happened in my life um and trauma post-traumatic stress disorder when i was told i had that i i thought well here Somebody build me a box because I didn't know I could come out of all of this stuff. Now I do. And I and, and that's what I teach people. But like, it's, it's what you do with that awareness. What do you do when you find that out? And here's what you do. You have a challenge. You have a choice. You can choose to wallow in it. And I, I'm not saying, I'm not judging anybody here. I'm talking from my own experience. Or you can choose to find the way to help you change that. And I've always opted for the second choice most of the time, not all of the time, but most of the time, because, and I think it's inbuilt in us, we're human beings and our body, believe it or not, will always fight for life. And so we will always fight for life as long as we can. And, And so when you find, when you get to the awareness stage of realizing, okay, I've just had that negative thought again, what do you do? Or I've just put myself down again. What do you do? What do I do? What do you do? Well, my challenge is, and my invitation always is, retune that thought and fill your mind full of positive thoughts. Because they will then start to reverb through your body. They they send out their little vibrational frequencies, and that's what you'll be tuned to. Do you know? Um I, I, during the process of writing my book, I was a client of mine as a teacher and she asked me, could she use the, the script, changing the scripts, flipping the scripts as I call it with some of her students in school. I said, go for it, knock yourself out. And it's in the book. They were all an all-girls school and they were ranging in ages. And she, um, so she taught them how to flip the script to figure out what the old script was and then change it around. She did nothing else in the process, just that. And she encouraged them to do it. And so they did it together for a period of time. And every single young lady changed their mood, their focus, and they even set it back. They, they could see it. They could actually see some of them. They gained a level of awareness. They could see how negative they were before it and the difference. And then they stopped doing it. The teacher deliberately stopped doing it with them. To see what they do it themselves, and most of them fell away from the practice, and they all could see the difference it made.
0: So it was bringing not a conscious aware, a conscious awareness to themselves without judgment as well. That um, yeah. unfortunately, I think a lot, a lot of teenagers, that when they see that oh, I'm been acting in a negative way or in this, that they can be very judgmental to themselves and kind of say, well, that's not right, I can't do it. But when you have a structure like this, like you're shown, that it shows them a way to retune it or reflip it in in a positive way.
1: Absolutely. And the more we can flip our scripts, like, listen, stress doesn't go away. You know, the world is not going to change. In fact, it's getting madder and madder by the day, in my view. But we have a choice what we do with it. And we can either surf the wave of it, or we can fall in beneath, neck deep in the sea of stress, or we can surf. Now, I use the analogy of a surfboard deliberately, because we can fall off the surfboard nearly as much as we're on top of it initially and so you know when you when you start any new practice or when you you're trying to get out of that deep dark hole or you're trying to retune that anxiety or that depression it can be difficult and you've got so many older pathways neural pathways in your in your brain that you know they're the ones that are always going to get to come up first the more stressed you are so it's but tapping has been proven to, to actually change that, to actually put those new scripts in and to to tune them in to the extent that they stay there and you use them quicker when you get stressed and even prevent you from getting stressed in the first place. I mean that's one of the things that tapping is really good at. Um, now I know it's not something that you can show somebody on a, on a podcast but there's so many videos out there and
0: and what I'll actually do, I'll, I'll link to, because I know you've got many, many videos online uh, mm. showing people how, how to tap on that. So if it's okay with you, I might I might include some of them in the show notes uh, so people can see some practical exercises of how, how that can help them.
1: Absolutely. And, and even um, the website, if you link into the website, there, there, there's some, you know, you can apply for a glance sheet and different things, you know, that can help with it. But, you know, coming, coming back to your your sense of mind for living, you know, the best we can ever be in life is the best we can ever be. And I was on a, a talk this morning um, online for, celebrating International Women's Day. And um, somebody that was on that talk, um, talked about, um, you know, that we need to challenge ourselves first. And I actually find myself reacting to that. Right. We do need to challenge ourselves, but not first. First, we need to trust ourselves. First, we need to trust the messages we're getting from our body. We need to trust the awareness that we're having. Then we need to challenge ourselves as to what we do with that. So important. Because, absolutely, because, you know, having awareness is brilliant. But if you don't actually act on that awareness and do something with it, where are you going and what's happening? You know, awareness on its own isn't enough. Your meditation on its own isn't enough. It's meditative. I nearly, it's meditative living we need. It's meditative being we need, not just the space that we take quietly on our own, but like, can you reach the level of awareness in your life? And that's where the tapping and get de-stressed enough, get Get the stress levels down enough, so you have the awareness, and the mindful state then comes in, and you have no judgment, and then you have a choice: you choose this way or that way.
0: And it's it's funny that you're you're talking about the taking the action after the awareness, because um, at the moment actually I'm I'm studying uh, a compassion course at the moment, which is oh, a kind of wow, follow on yeah. from from a, a mindfulness course that I've done, and uh, one of the big things about it is that mindfulness will take you so far with the awareness but exactly like you said like what can you do after that and it's about like even, even through compassion and if we talk about self-compassion it's about bringing like, maybe a soothing to if there's a, a difficult emotion that you have that there's mm. like a physical sense that maybe you might put your hand on your heart center mm, and you might mm. just feel a warmth and a soothing and just taking mm. an action with that awareness so it's it's i think it's it's so important that there's there's so many different levels and 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 degrees to this that um like tapping Mm. really really hones into it which is i i find fascinating Mm,
1: absolutely uh,
0: there there was one thing actually i was going to talk to you about um that because i know you're also involved heavily in rebounding and Mm -hmm. um, there's a phrase i've I've heard you use before in the past about saying exercise for wellness not or not for exercise can you tell me a bit more about that
1: um i will um You see, we can get caught in the trap of exercising for fitness. And when you exercise for fitness, you're not listening to your body. You're listening to a program and you're listening to a trainer and you're listening to all of these people and you're going further and further and further and further. And and you can stretch your body and stretch your body. But the thing is, you'll never keep that level of exercising up. And when you come off it, you're actually you've pushed your body, pushed your body and asked so much of it. And then you stop and you take it away and you bring your it's like an elastic band. Boom. It'll just literally. And yeah. And it can cause illness and and issues, stress and strain in the body. And you can overexercise. As a kinesiologist, I see a lot of that, a lot of overexercising going on. But when you exercise for your wellness. You listen to your body, and you you less is more and that's why I've gone into rebounding no more than I use tapping I'm looking for what can help people naturally easily and fast
0: actually for people that don't know what rebounding is actually because I'm using the term knowing what it is can you explain what's involved in rebounding actually
1: yeah so you have a mini trampoline uh, that's what it's called or rebounder it's not out in your garden it's in your house and you literally do a little walking motion or bounding motion on it and again on on my website um Stephen, i've it, our, our videos videos with that because um and again it's on my social media too because um it's it's it literally starts with one minute Starts with one minute, just gently wa- with a walking motion. You don't even lift your feet off the rebounder, and it's all about helping you to get confidence on the rebounder, helping you to tune into the rebounder, the space that you're on, getting used to it, um, and you're moving every single cell in your body. Even with that gentle one minute, I've people contact me and say I've literally done my first minute on the rebounder, and oh wow. And that's all they've said. Just, oh, wow. And, and then when you get into it, like most exercise programs, you want to go at it hell for leather because it, the feel good factor is so good yeah. and we're addicted to feeling good. Yeah, the challenge is not. Yeah, but the challenge is not to do it. The challenge is to just keep going at a steady pace, build it up gradually and exercise for your wellness. Because when you make exercise the thing that is going to try and soothe all your ills, then you've, you've done an injustice to exercise. When you make food the thing that is going to calm all your stress, you've done an injustice to food. Food is to nourish your body. Exercise is to keep this physical body in a state that we can continue to live in it. It's, it's, it's respecting your body. And when you do it, for, you do it for your wellness. Sleep is nurturing your body. Water is nurturing your body and then your thought processes and mindfulness and meditation are nurturing your mind and your soul and then add it all together and you've got this you know because your soul lives out through your body you express yourself through your body whether you like it or not here on this human form you do and so we have to make the most of that and and that's that that excites me but it, it excites me simply because I know what it's like to not be in that space I know what it's like to be so much in pain that you can't sit up on a chair in your day you can't you get up in the morning time have some breakfast maybe even a shower and you have to go back to bed because you're in so much pain and nobody can figure out what's wrong with you for ages and you know it's
0: important I think for people to realize that are in that situation that now that there is a journey out of it and it mm. might seem ins- insurmountable but mm. there is—it's all about taking that small steps, and like you, you're talking about, it's—it's it's a gradual build up. Uh, absolutely, that.
1: absolutely. I, Stephen, I have—I have a woman um, who who emails me now regularly, and she's seventy, and she's rebounding, and she's gone on to the second program that I have up on my website for rebounding. It's just an intermediate program, and I literally take it at snails pace. And she has found it so effective that both her daughters are doing it. And they're much younger than her, Um, one just after her third C-section and she's rebounding. Yeah. And she's finding it really good again. Starting slowly is really working for her. And another daughter then, because these two are on it, the mother and daughter, she's decided to come on to it as well. But the 70 year old woman is flying it, was on the verge of being told she was diabetic was on the verge of she had aches and pains all over her body didn't exercise properly never got exercise couldn't do it um and she there was something else going blood pressure i think was going on as well for her and she followed the rebounding program and there's no diabetes happening and there's no um there's no blood pressure happening stress levels are way down she feels so much more confident she said she is fitter now than she was in her 50s do you think that's that massive
0: a lot to do with um i know you've told me this before about the lymph lymphatic, lymphatic drainage system. that can can happen from rebounding and um because uh, there is a lot of people that would have a lot of blockages in their mm-hmm. in their lymph nodes and yeah that- absolutely
1: and remember your lymph is throughout your whole body it's in your brain it's throughout your whole body around all the organs so by you see the lymphatic system has amazing job to do it has to Clear away toxins, but it also has to bring nutrition around the body. And when you do that effectively, and there's lactic acid builds up in your body when you over exercise as well, or when you're overstressed, it's a byproduct. You know, our cells they give off a byproduct, no more than a car gives off carbon dioxide when it's driving. Well, our car gives off carbon dioxide when it when it, or our body, like our car, our body, um, gives off as well. And so the lymphatic system has to help clear that out as well, as well as your circulatory system, and and yes, you're right. You'd have to do a heck of a lot of pounding of the roads to get the same effect, you know, in such a short, 68% more effective rebounding is than running. And it's, the rebounder takes 87% of the impact. So it's low no impact. Yeah. No, it's
0: good. I remember talking about these stats before, and it's just, it's, it's unbelievable as a, how efficient as a net type of exercise it is.
1: Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and even in that, in the programs that I have up on my website, I challenge people to be mindful, to, um, to, to think positive thoughts as they're rebounding. And then I talk to them about nutrition, I talk to them about sugar, I talk to them about different things. And, um, my partner did is doing the, the, the process as well, looking at the videos and she, she gives out to me and tells me would I ever shut up <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like a broken record. And I am like a broken record, because if it takes me being a broken record to help people find out that they can actually turn their life around very easily, very simply and become more aware without judging as you said, with compassion and become more mindful and then choose to make better choices in that. And this is how easy it is. And it's all natural.
0: Fantastic. There there there's something you kind of you mentioned earlier on about mindful living. And it's Mm -hmm. a question I ask all of my guests. And I love the varied responses that we get from from every different guest. So Mm -hmm. if I asked you, what does mindful living mean in your world? What would you say? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, I think I said it earlier to you, Stephen. It's about making your every moment your prayer, your I use the word prayer. Your, you know you live every moment. you got to every single second of every single day we are being gifted. Yeah. And do we most of the time we miss the gift. Mm -hmm. we miss the opportunity to celebrate our life to celebrate the life of others to 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 be kind to be you know humble in a good sense um recently i i my year's resolution online was to start what i call soul time a little bit of soul time with the healing angels of integrated energy therapy another qualification Mm -hmm. i have (laughs) in my life and and basically it's about that's literally what it is every day to connect in at a soul level because mindful living isn't something you do for five minutes Mm -hmm. it isn't something you do you know and then walk away you know it's not like an exercise plan or anything else this we are here we're here now and you know it's a bit late when we hit 70 to say okay what do i want to do with my life now You know, work and enjoy it. And if you're not enjoying it, think about it. What would help you enjoy it? And if it's no, not this job, something else. But normally it's not about that. It's about ourselves in here. It's about in here. You know, it doesn't matter what job you do. It's who you are and how you are when you come to your job. And if that doesn't change and if things don't change, then change your work. You know, make choices. Listen to what's going on inside and be brave. The three, the three angels that came up today were Angel Michael brought daring, um, Angel Sarah brought action, and Angel Celestina brought prosperity. And to me, that's what mindful living is. It's prosperity. You know, people think prosperity and think money. No. Prosperity is enjoying your life right now it's being in the energy of goodness all the time money's an energy and it's just part of that flow so i the way i looked at it today and i put out the challenge to people when i was doing my recording was dare to take action for yourself for, for prosperity dare to to cut through the fears and the hurts to take the action you need to take for yourself but in order to do that you have to listen without judgment without criticism be aware and show up and be your own best friend.
0: Wow. Nuala, I could talk to you all day long and we haven't even touched about the angel therapy, which we might have to get on to talk about another day. But I have to to leave it there. But if many people I'm sure will be wondering how to get in contact with you. Um, I know you mentioned your website. Um, Can you give Mm -hmm. us the name of it? It's retuningme.com. That's it,
1: dot com. That's it, yeah. And on social media, on those two main ones Facebook and Instagram I'm at retuning me at
0: re-tuning or me. even my
1: name Nuala O'Connor but at retuning me and, is, is the and pages of course will we there. will
0: always put those links up on our show notes page so people that do want to explore further and probably they'll probably be interested in your book as well and I'll have links to all that on on our show notes but Nuala O'Connor thank you so much for being on the Mindful Living Guide.
1: Thank you Stephen and I really appreciate being on I am um, I feel it's a great opportunity for you and for so many others through you to, um, to help people to, to, to tune in, to tune in to different ways of doing things, especially at this very stressful time in our world. So fair play, fair play to you and well done and keep up the really good work.
0: Thank you, Nuala. I really, really appreciate that. So there you have this week's episode with Nula O'Connor. I think you'll agree that Nula is just an amazing person with a fountain of knowledge that we can all learn so much from whether that is tapping rebounding or just in protecting our own energy Um it's been a fantastic conversation and I hope in the future maybe to get Nula back because I think there's, there's another conversation there again that will really help our listeners so um, if you want to check out Nuala at all just I'll have all the details in the show notes so if you go to mindfulliving.guide and you'll see Nuala's episode there and we can uh, you can get all the other all links that you need from there lastly I just want to thank everyone who joined us on Sunday night for our meditation se- session on the Insight Timer app uh, we're going to run another one this uh, Sunday at 8pm so if you look up steven or insight timer forward slash Stephen downey you will see our live the link for our live meditation and uh, i was blown away that we had nearly 80 people in the practice last week and the feedback has been phenomenal i really really appreciate it uh, it's me stepping out my comfort zone so i'm still a little nervous but i'm sure with practice we will get there um so that's it for me uh, for this week and thank you for listening to the mindful living guide